I'm the first one on the podcast this week. Oh, wait for That's me. That's not in here yet. yet. So, uh, wait. It's all, it's all his fault. Uh, the AC's not off yet. Wait. We had a whole episode with the AC turned on. They can deal with it for the intro. Plus, the music's going. Okay. I don't know when the mu- music stops, though. Oh, shit. My mic stand is broken. Oh. Dang it. God damn it. Oh, hold on. Just, 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 he, he's wrestling he with this. it. He's, he's really wrestling with it. But as he's doing that, welcome back to the Super Mega Cast. This is episode 49. 49. Sorry for burping. I'm holding a Sprite. It's Sipping carbon. A, it's carbonated beverage. Sipping a fizzy lemon, a, fi, a fizzy lemon lime soda. That's hard to say. Fizzy lemon lime. Say, say oh. that one five times fast. But I can save fifteen dollars with this can at a Six Flags theme park. That's interesting. Whoa, 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 Ryan, huh. hold up for a second. Before we get into all those funny laughs, let's take a moment to thank our sponsor, MeUndies. You mean the softest underwear you'll ever wear? Yes, they're one of those products you just have to experience for yourself, Ryan. I could tell you about them all day personally, but feeling is believing. In fact, I saw you wearing them the other day. There's all sorts of colors and patterns. Yes, you did see me in my underwear the other day. And they release a new limited edition pattern each month that always sells out. This month is a rainbow confetti print called... Celebrate! Oh, I thought we were going to do it at the same time. Okay, sorry. Yeah, but I was going to pause and then like we both count down. This month is a rainbow confetti print called... Celebrate! Celebrate. Alright, that was good. Try MeUndies today. Go get the Celebrate pattern before they're all gone at MeUndies.com slash SuperMega. And you'll save 20% off... Your first pair of these delectable, comfortable underwears. Yeah, you really have to feel them for yourself. And that's why MeUndies has sold over 5 million pairs to date. And if you don't love your first pair of MeUndies, they're free. You hear that? Free. No money. Yeah, but all speaking of no money, get 20% off your first pair plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash SuperMega right now for some underwear. That's MeUndies.com slash SuperMega. MeUndies.com slash SuperMega. It'll be down in the description, so... Welcome back to Super Mega Cast, guys. You know, it's it's your boys. It's Matt and uh, Ryan. It's episode 49. 49. So uh, we're almost to 50. Almost there. 50 is going to be a big, b- banging, bazinga-filled episode. What he said. It's going to be. It's going to be huge. It's going to be. It's going to be epic. Actually, I don't know. We have nothing planned. Yeah, for it's that. probably we just should... going to be in just a normal podcast. I'm sure we'll think of something, but you know. The fact that it's it's special because it's a number, not because we're gonna flip shit and I don't know do do a dunk tank or something. You want to do a dunk tank for the fiftieth one? Can to rent a dunk tank? No, we put our microphones on the stool and then we keep throwing balls at it throughout the podcast. And so at some point, if one of us knocks one of our other mics into the water, then they have no mic for the rest of the podcast. And then our boss Aaron would probably be livid because we just knocked a very expensive microphone into a tank of water. Well. You know, the world's a sad place anyway, so... Yeah. fucking suck it up, Aaron. Deal with it. Just just relax. You can build your Gundams if you want. You can be nerd. happy. Speaking of Aaron, he clearly doesn't listen to our podcast. Because he didn't say shit. He didn't confront us about, about last week. So, thanks for being uh, some friend, Aaron. We yeah. really, really appreciate it. You know, I've, I, I always thought that to be our friend, you would have to watch every single episode of any Let's Play... Our mail series, or vlog series, and our podcast, and then you are actually like a legitimate true friend. But Aaron, you have shown your true colors today, and I officially give you the sticker of disapproval and sadness. Mm, boo. Slapping that right on there. Julian gets the sticker of approval because Julian watches all our stuff for some reason. So thank you, Julian. You're a real sweet boy. Julian, I'd, I'd pay f- for some ice cream for you if you were here right now, but you aren't, so just... just uh. If you have Venmo, text me, and uh, I'll, I'll send you over five bucks. Julian's the type of guy who, if I was hanging out with, and it's a hot day, and we pass a drink machine, and he's like, man, I could use a Sprite, I'd be like, you know what, Julian, I got you. And I'd, I'd pull a dollar out of my wallet, and I'd buy him a Sprite. Well, he's just a good guy all around. It's pretty good. He's, he's all right. He's, yeah. He's... If you're listening, Julian, give yourself a pat on the back, and, uh, and take laugh. the day off. Laugh take... a little, because your laugh makes me happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that, too. But, uh... What do you say we get our audience wet with some juicy news? Hit me with the juicy news, Ryan. We have been working on something. We're not actually going to announce, I guess, what it is, but let's give them a little hint. It's something that we haven't done in two years. His phone vibrated because he doesn't turn it off. I did turn it off. I put it on vibrate. Does it count? Yes, it does. You looked over. It still distracted you. It's the same as a noise, isn't it? 
No, well, it's well. Normally, it's in my pocket. And I said this last time. It always happens within like the first fucking ten minutes of the podcast. It's because I told my mom to text me. You did. That was your excuse last time. I said, "Mom, I want to annoy Ryan this podcast. Text me, please." Now, now it's gonna set him off. No, no, it's fuck. That's a fucking fact, and you can't you can't run away from it. What are you doing? I'm just seeing what it is. What is it? It's a Snapchat from name removed. Uh oh. Let's see. I threw my phone on the ground. I <laughs> threw it on the ground, dude. That's my favorite video. That's funny. Ever created. I think, um, no, it's not. But it, I, when it came out, I did chuckle a lot. Lonely Island has has been a part, to this day, of some stuff that I have really enjoyed. Like, of course, like, when before they turned into, like, SNL's digital, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, thing, they also did, like, their own stuff. They started I on think, YouTube, I thought. Yeah. But my favorite project they've done together or, like, they've been in together was Hot Rod. By I, far, I, by far. Yeah. But you haven't seen Popstar, which is surprising. I almost knocked that stupid lamp over. God, these lamps need to get out of here. Someone needs to throw them in the dumpster. We should, on the way out of here, just throw them away tonight. Someone make a counter of the amount of times we've talked about the lamps. That's not going to happen, because then you'd have to go back and watch every episode and remember. Ryan, maybe you, would, they, you would not believe some people's dedication. That is true. Prove us wrong. Well, I, well, even if they put it like they say that they went back and did it, I'm not going to know... The exact number. Like, there's no way I can validate it because I'm not going to go back and listen to everything. They might have missed one, so. That's true. That's true. But, uh. Yeah, Lonely Island, like, Hot Rod is, it's got to be one of my favorite comedy movies of all time. It's so funny. And I've seen it too many times to count at this point, but I haven't seen it in the last few years. So, I'd like to watch it again and uh, get, get, get my uh, my current opinion on it. I'm still going to love it. I know that. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm serious about this. We need to have a double feature with Hot Rod and Nacho Libre. Because we also, because we uh, a few months ago or whatever saw Napoleon Dynamite and we loved it. And I'm thinking, like, since I don't know, I feel like Napoleon Dynamite, Nacho Libre, and Hot Rod all exist in the same kind of circle of movies that have this. They give me the same feeling. It's like they're they're of the same genre in a sense. Just that quirky oddness, yeah, and like self awareness too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although Napoleon Dynamite, now that I watch it again, is definitely separate from that because Hot Rod and Nacho Libre are definitely more self-aware and more absurdist. While Nacho, while uh, um, Napoleon Dynamite kind of plays itself, uh, not seriously, but it, it, it's not self. I don't know. It doesn't project its self-awareness at you know through the screen. I would definitely put Nacho Libre and Hot Rod more close to each other than Napoleon Dynamite. Napoleon, there's not a lot of movies like Napoleon Dynamite. Napoleon Dynamite's kind of like a, a film of its own. You know, yeah. it's like its own weird avant-garde genre. And they tried to do other stuff that tried to emulate the that. animated series. I, I, did you ever see, watch an episode of that? I never saw a single episode. Neither have I. Looks absolutely terrible. But but they actually got John Heater to voice Napoleon Dynamite on it. Did they really? Yeah, he went back and did the voice. So it, it was like a legitimate. Uh, Voice. It wasn't a cheap out. They didn't get someone to impersonate him. So I liked him better in s- School for Scoundrels. I liked him the best in uh, the Bench Warmers. Uh, that's a good movie. <laughs> I was I was actually looking at John Heater's uh, Wikipedia page yesterday. The guy that plays Napoleon Dynamite. He turns forty this year. Forty. Yeah. So how does that make you feel, Ryan? Does that make you feel old? Napoleon yeah. Dynamite turns forty. Makes but, me feel old. I, he was actually pretty old when he played the part of Napoleon Dynamite. I think he was late twenties or something. Really? How old is that movie? That movie came out in 2005, 2004? I, I can't pinpoint a date. I wouldn't be able to tell you. I feel like it was 2004 or five. So, yeah, like 12, 12 or so years ago. So I think it was like late 20s when he did that. And it's 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 a shame that he was kind of, I don't know, that was his big hit. That was it. I mean, he's been in, he's definitely been in a bunch of other stuff, but I feel like he'll always be known as Napoleon Dynamite. And I can't tell whether... Like when that happens to a celebrity, is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? Because if that if it you know it's a good thing in the sense that it's it's a constant flow of work and a constant flow of attention towards you, I guess, um, because you become this iconic symbol. But then it makes coming out into other types of work hard. Like we've seen um, with Daniel Radcliffe coming out of Harry Potter, he's taken a bunch of odd, strange roles, and I feel like he's coming out of the Harry Potter yeah you know, totally. thing pretty well. I'm not saying that like. You know the the tone of the films that he chooses are still you know kind of dark, but it's I don't see him as Harry Potter. Oh, I don't see him as Harry Potter anymore, and, and maybe that's because he looks different than how he did in Harry Potter now because he's a lot more mature looking and older. Yeah, but and I was gonna say that maybe being known for like one role was a good thing because it means that you were so famous as that role. It means that you were so successful in that role that you're known as that. 
but also maybe there's actors that have defied that, so maybe that isn't a good thing being known for one role. I don't know. Maybe I mean, like I think I don't think it's a bad thing being ultimately famous as one thing. I mean, I don't think Daniel Radcliffe will ever be more famous for anything than Harry Potter, though. Yeah. Thing, you know. But I'm, but I, but it's good to see that he's found success in other things. Yeah, because well, he's con- he's continually uh, putting out more films. He's like acting a lot of stuff. He has one that I'm uh, gonna go see called the. Uh, it's either Forest or The Forest. Or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. It's the survival one. I just I just like him as an actor. He's uh he, I like his uh, emotional delivery. He's good at. He's really good. Yeah, I love Daniel Radcliffe. Um, well, also another thing about John Heater is maybe he didn't... I feel like he could have had more roles, but he has four kids. So I imagine turning 40 this year and having four kids, he's probably done. Like, he's not going to take another big role. Yeah. He's got he, a busy life now. He probably isn't that interested. So, you know, some actors just do a job, and then they're done. Some some just, you know, retire acting and move on to just a more normal kind of style of life because acting, as much as it's like, Oh, they're celebrities. It's like, well, it's a job. It's a job, and they happen to be celebrities because of the medium that their job is inside of. Yeah. So, and, and also, like, I don't know if he was even trying to become a big celebrity because he he was in the original Napoleon Dynamite, which was just a short film, I think, for for a friend, the director. Mm-hmm. It was just a short black and white film they made. So I don't think he was this guy who was. I mean, I could be wrong. I'm just guessing that he was just this guy that was just um, in his friend's movie. And then just kind of ended up, they were like, well, let's remake it as a full thing. And he's like, sure, I'm on board. Maybe his plan was never to be this huge actor. Yeah. Know? I always, uh, I think a lot of the times I've seen that short films have actually been developed into decent films. Because if that's true with Napoleon Dynamite, then the same thing was for Whiplash. Whiplash started out as a short film. And then... Um, when it gets a full motion picture. Yeah, and then the same thing... Um, I, d- I never saw the feature-length movie, but Lights Out, it was like this short film where, you know, they're turning on and off the lights and a figure appears whenever the lights are on. Oh, yeah. Then that got turned into a movie, I guess. I, I didn't see the reviews, but it's always good to see that people are at least given a chance because these aren't... Um, I don't know. I see a lot the pattern of studios in Hollywood really just hiring directors that will just do as they're told like their voice really isn't in the film and that's what's that's what makes a good movie like when you watch a Steven Spielberg movie or um Stanley a, Kubrick uh, Stanley Tarantino. Kubrick or something they have that touch but if there's no voice behind the camera then it's just just kind of noise and entertainment which you know I enjoy some of that stuff I mean I'm I'm sure we're all guilty of enjoying it yeah. but it's always good to find or watch a film that has a dedicated voice behind it because I don't know, it feels like there's a lot more attention to detail or just attention to the overall characters and story. Yeah. More, I don't know. Maybe it's passion, more passionate. Yeah. You know what movie I watched for the very first time the other night, which I'm shocked. I haven't seen it sooner. was super bad. I watched super bad for the first time and I absolutely fucking loved it. It's a good, it's, it's, what, it's so like funny. what started a lot of their careers. Yeah. Like that was, I, I I was bored. I was in bed. I had a terrible headache, and I was. I ordered a pizza, and I'm like, I'm just gonna watch something. So I put on Super Bad, um, because I remember when I was younger, um, my sister and I like shared my dad's work computer for fun, and uh, she had an iPod video, like one of those big clunky old ones. And I just remember she had like one of the only videos she had on there was Super Bad, and uh, and I always wanted to watch it when I was younger, but I knew I wasn't allowed, so I, I never touched it. I was a good God fearing little boy. Wouldn't watch Super Bad. But I just finally watched it at the age of 21, and it's, what, it's like 10, 11, 12 years old now? Oh, yeah. And it, it's so, it still holds up so well. It's so funny. I'm glad, the, I haven't seen it since it uh, kind of, I think I watched it two years after it came out. Oh, we should watch it again. It's so funny. Because I definitely haven't seen it in a long time. I still, it's, like, it's one of those movies where, like, I'm looking back at it, and I can, f- you know, feel the, la- kind of picture myself, and I definitely enjoyed it when I was watching it. But I'm 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 interested to kind of go through it again yeah because my my mind changes a lot with films like i've noticed because i've gone and revisited a bunch of my childhood films and some of them just aren't like i'm like whoa <laughs> woo! not kangaroo jack though no you and i that shit holds up you watch it with chris we still found it entertaining i still like i went into that i loved it, it we watched fun. it because we thought it was going to be fucking awful because like oh remember how bad like remember kangaroo jack how can this be good <laughs> And we watched it with Chris. And we're like, this is great. I love this film. <laughs> we had a good time. It's just a fun 
movie. I, I mean, I, I just pretty much get past the like first thirty minutes. Just yeah. when, whenever they first get into Australia, that's like <laughs> that's when it just gets just kind of absurd, stupid, and fun. I remember the first like fifteen minutes. Chris just kept looking. He was like, "Guys, this movie. This is the worst movie I've ever seen." <laughs> and at the end, he was like, "That was really good." He's like, "Okay, okay, it was pretty good. It was really good." I love movies like that. I love uh, kind of uh, just good old fashioned, just dumb entertainment. You don't get those kind of two thousand classics like Kangaroo Jack anymore, do you? Nah. Like right now, you're you're stuck with like Diary of a Wimpy Kid and <sighs> shit like that. Like those will never be. That's the thing. I feel like movies back then were so much more like ground. Not groundbreaking, but it's just like they stood out more. Because it's like, hey, I, let's just do this. Uh, okay, do it. Yeah. But now, since uh, studios have, like, schedules. <laughs> like, have you seen those fucking things? Like, where they plan out, like, five years in advance all the movies that are going to be yeah. in the cinematic universe. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, so you're, I don't know. It just, it rubs me the wrong way. Feels like a class schedule in a dang high school, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because there's no, there's... There's nothing to gain by watching the story because it's like it's the only one that really matters, I guess, is the last one, because then they can actually do some interesting stuff. But in between, you know, which characters are more than likely going to make it through. Yeah. Nothing's going to surprise you. And like whenever they kill a character, it's a char- it's like a side character and they try to build it up like it's like this big death or some shit. Yeah. Gotta love those com. I'm 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 really getting tired of comic book movies. You've never been a fan of them. I've never. I don't but, know. Uh, I don't know why. I've just never been into them. They've never uh, attracted me to want to see them. And I and I'm 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 getting that way. I just uh, I liked the first Iron Man. I really liked it. You have never seen the first Iron Man? I have seen the first. Actually, I've seen the first Iron Man probably three times, but I've never finished it. Ah. Oh. So I've seen it. Well, okay, halfway that's, that's, or three fourths of the way through. It's three pro- or four times. It's probably good because the ending is just kind of a mess. It's 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 like a big clunky mess. It feels like a B movie at the end. You know the bad bald guy or whatever. I don't remember. This was so long ago. Well, there's like uh, Tony Stark. You know his dad's dead. Tony Stark, pro skater. There's this like other bald dude who's played by Jeff Bridges, who uh, is like running, help run, like helping to run Stark Industries. Then at the end, this bald dude who's just a businessman gets in this fucking, like, trillion-ton mech and and fights Iron Man. And it's like this big fight scene where it's just this big, clobbering, giant robot versus smaller robot. And I think that's the pitfall of a lot of Marvel movies is that all the villains are just kind of a copy and paste of the superhero. Just bad or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, just like control F, find the word good, replace with the word bad. Yeah. Because I mentioned this in a, one of my reviews, which I've deleted all my movie reviews on my channel, unfortunately. They're, like, gone forever. Like, I don't even have them what? on a hard drive. I liked them. I yeah. liked them. I thought they were good. I, I can't remember which movie I was reviewing, if it was Ant-Man or something. But I just, you know, because the Hulk movie, he just fights a Hulk character. Spider, uh, not Spider-Man, but um, Iron Man fights an Iron Man. What, you got, um, what's, what's, I'm, I'm, I'm losing... Uh, names of all these fun loving superheroes that I just love so much. Invisible Woman? Well, yeah, Ant-Man fights a, a bad Ant-Man. He does. He just flights, he fights the, what's it called? The Hornet? or whatever? Bad Ant-Man. I don't know. <laughs> Essentially. Okay, uh, did you ever see the Green Hornet? Yeah, I did. I actually, <laughs> wait, no. With Seth Rogen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did, I did see that. I, I'm trying to remember it and I'm like. Did you like it? I, I I honestly can't remember if I did or not. I like just it lost and it's just lost to me. Cause that was it was like a comedy superhero movie, right? Yes, I saw it in theaters when it first came out. I could I could not tell you anything about that movie though. Cameron Diaz stick. is in it, so come on. She is. Yeah, she's the uh, love interest or whatever. All right, dude. I'm, this might be an unpopular opinion, but I've Cameron Diaz. Like I've never found her to be like attractive. Matt, what? The SNES classic. Yes! Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. I want one. I want one so bad. I want one solely just because Donkey Kong Country, come at me. I'm ready for you. Even though people in the comments, but you can already play it on this. You can already play it on that. I know, I know. But it's like this thing that like, I don't know. I feel like when I buy something like the SNES classic or when I buy these consoles, eventually like they're going to be put in my closet and then... Like, at some point, I'm just, like, going to dust them off again and be like, holy shit, this is an old fucking console. Exactly. I never kept my Nintendo 64 and other old consoles, which I wish I did because 
it's just kind of like I'd look at that and I'd be like, wow, I played that specific console. And something about the SNES Classic is just, it, it, I don't know, just, it's like also just one of those buys where it's a personal thing. You either think that it's worth it or it's not worth it for you personally. And for me, I think that I'd, I'd, I'd get, you know, I'd enjoy it. I'd like the memorabilia aspect of it. And That's stuff why like I like that. it because I'm a big Nintendo fanboy. So I have the Famicom Mini. Um, which is the Japanese version of the NES Mini, because uh, I couldn't find the NES Mini, so I was like, I'll just get the Japanese one, which looks completely different from the American yeah. version. It's like white and burgundy. But uh, I really, really want the SNES Classic version. And I know a lot of people are like, well, fuck that. Like, I'm not going to support that. You know, they're just selling old shit, and N- Nintendo is, uh, you know, they're not making enough of them just so people will take them and price gouge them. And it's like, yeah, I know, I know, but... I get that, and I hate that too, but I really do want it. I can't stop myself from wanting it. Yeah, It has a lot of good games on it. It has Earthbound, Donkey Kong Country, Yoshi's Island. It has, uh, I think, A Link to the Past. Did you say Dream Course already? Yeah, Kirby's Dream Course. Uh, it's like, got a lot of fun shit on it. It's way better than the Famicom Mini, or the, I'm sorry, the, the NES Mini, and it's $10 more. That's it. That, and it's like... It's just a cool collector's item. If people want to pay for it, and if, if, if it'll entertain them, just, just it shouldn't bother anybody. Except for if you're, uh, if some of that money is going towards abortions. Yes. Ew. Well, Nintendo actually donates about 50% of their proceeds to directly fund abortions. Yeah. Look that up. That's true. (laughs) Miyamoto is pro-abortion. He's not even pro-choice. He's straight up pro-abortion. He he always wears those pro-abortion t-shirts at E3 during the (laughs) conference. Says, I want dead babies. And he always points at it, like, awkwardly on stage when he's showing off a new game. And then and then the, the translator, like, Miyamoto starts speaking in Japanese about abortions and how much he loves them. And the translator's like, um, yeah, anyway, the, the new game, uh, just pretending he has to translate and just come up on the spot with something else. Because Miyamoto's always doing that. And then backstage, he's like, Miyamoto-san, you have to stop doing that. <laughs> and he doesn't understand because he doesn't speak English. So She's like, it's just, I like... But then it turns out that he just likes the design of the shirts. He doesn't even know it says abortion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, does, does he speak English? Uh, not very well. Just I, like I, a little I don't bit. think he can. Because yeah. he, he, he always has Bill Trennan translating for him. Yeah. I, I think that uh, if Miyamoto were to ever hear this, it would probably like break my heart. Because I love that man so much. He would... He would hate us. Exactly. That's why it would break my heart. Like, I, I never have ill will towards these people. I just say I just say what I do because I'm just a little boy, and I, wa- and I want Miyamoto to know that I love him. I love Shigeru Miyamoto. He is... God, I wish... When I was at E3, I was on the same, like, floor. They had, like, a private lounge, and I was in there, and he was in there, too. I didn't see him, though, because he was in a meeting. But just knowing, I'm like, oh, God, I'm 20 feet from Miyamoto right now. It was, like, the weirdest feeling. If you, if you just waited, you could have hopped on his back and taken a picture. Couldn't wait. We only had an hour up there. He would have let it pass if you were wearing that Mario hat. Mm. Because then it, then you would have been in control of him. Oh, the Super Mario Odyssey hats they were giving out. I didn't even get one of those at E3. Aww. I didn't talk about E3 that much. Um, because I was planning on being on the... Uh, I was going to go on the Game Grumps uh, podcast Club. about uh, E3. But then I got sick, so... I couldn't do that, so I, I saved most of my E3 talk for that, so I guess I can talk about it more now that that's okay. passed. Okay, here's, here's Matt's late E3 talk. What, well, guys. What, what are the big scoops, Matt? What are the, okay, okay, hold on. Welcome back to uh, the Super Duper Video Game Crazy Friends uh, <laughs> News Organization for Games. I'm here today. My name is Ryan McGee, and we're here to talk to Matt Watson, who actually got to attend E3. Yep. He got a special pass to attend uh-huh. E3. Now, Matt, how was E3? Tell us all about it. Um, now. Well, E3 was... Uh, Please. I had a good time. I had a really good time. Um, got to walk around. Show floor was very busy, but uh, overall, I mean, I had a, a good experience. That's 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 amazing. That's wonderful. Now, I want to get into the nitty-gritty. Uh, did you get to play any of the games? Um, yeah, I got. I played uh, Splatoon 2, and I played ARMS um, before it came out. How, how was uh, Splatoon 2, by the way? Because I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, it was. Like, super looking forward to it. Anyways, thank you to our guest, Matt Watson. Uh, he's been a fantastic guest. We're here all fucking year, 365 days a week, talking about... E3 day, uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6, uh, 24-7. So, thanks, Ryan. Uh, 
that's another segment of the show, much like last time. Uh, we're, we're continuing to try new stuff out, bringing on new people. Uh, not a fan of that did, particular. Did not like that one too much. Did not like the host. A little too of, enthusiastic. Yeah. He... <laughs> Dude, when I was at E3, I, I think if, if I brought a bottle of vodka and took a shot every time I saw one of those guys like <laughs> with like 20 subscribers and a video camera and a microphone having their friend awkwardly film them trying to do like interviews and trying to just walk around and be like so we're here at E3 <laughs> it's day one we got our we got our public pass to come onto the show floor guys and we're gonna see what there is like if I if I could take a shot for every one of those I would have been dead pissed. from alcohol poisoning. I would have been pissed drunk in the first 30 seconds <laughs> I'm serious I walk past Every five seconds, you walk past someone holding a microphone with, like, a little camcorder just, just like, pointing at the background and talking. Everyone goes there and does that. They want to be the next IGN. They want to be the big man that gives you the news first here. Why don't – next year we'll go to E3, get a camcorder, get a okay. microphone, and we'll just do – we'll do game news. I mean – I'm fucking down for some gaming news. I love gaming news. Let's turn Super Mega into a gaming news outlet. Super Mega goes to E3 dressed as Chewbacca. Oh, that would be funny. That <laughs> one would be good, right? Yes. And then and then we take our mask off and it's us the whole time. And then people and then people, they go, "Oh my god, that's Super Mega!" We could have said hi to the Chewbacca people, but we didn't because we didn't know they were Super Mega at oh, first. Oh man! Fuck. Although I do think it's pretty cool when like legitimate celebrities do that, like Brian Cranston wearing the. Uh, the Walter White mask around. Wait, like, he did com- that. I didn't he, know that. He did that at Comic Con. He just wore a Walter White mask. Was it really him? <laughs> yeah, it was just some. It was some like Halloween store looking Walter White mask. He just walked around. Oh, that is amazing. A lot of a lot. Of, uh, there's a few stories of celebrities doing that, but I never know if it's like a PR stunt or yeah. if it's like them legitimately, like their personalities, them being kind of like you know. Fun and like I want to go and just kind of walk around and just for me and this like a little fun experiment for me. What do you say we get masks made of ourselves and then we just walk around? That sounds good. Everyone look at the mask and say, who the hell is that? <laughs> what, 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 Matt, what is that a mask of? <laughs> who is that? Just two average white men? Conan O'Brien and Jontron? <laughs> <laughs> That's always the comparison. Conan O'Brien and Jontron. If I had red hair, I would like, I would nonstop just be mistaken for Conan O'Brien out in the streets. Your grump head does look like Conan O'Brien. It looks exactly like Conan O'Brien. And everyone thought that it was, they thought that when we, the first time we went on Guest Grumps, uh, right after we started Super Mega, people thought that it was a Guest Grumps with John Tron and Conan (laughs) O'Brien. Yeah, like that was John's new head or something. They're like, John's back, and so is Conan, he brought his friend Conan. Brought his friend Coney, Coney O'Brien. Coney 2012 on Guest Grumps. Mm. They should get Joseph Coney on Guest Grumps. Oh, I wonder what he's doing now. Uh, probably probably dead somewhere in the mountains of oh, yeah. Africa, if I guess. If he is actually dead, then you're going to feel bad. No, I'm not going to feel bad. The man's a monster. Nah. That's what you think. I'll have you know I'm very good friends with Joseph Coney. Added him on MySpace. He's a nice dude. He likes Green Day. So can you lay off his case? He's best friends with Ray William Johnson. You mean Gay William Johnson? <laughs> hey yo! Woo! God. What is Ray up to? God, uh, I don't know. Let me call him up. God, Ray, like what? What is he doing these days? He was in that movie with R.J. Mitty. Oh yeah, the guy, the kid from Breaking Bad, uh, the son, Walter Jr. But but he's a funny man. Not like I I don't think he's funny. I'm saying I don't know his whole persona and the way people have kind of uh uh made him out to be now as kind of like this just sad just failure just does that sound mean (laughs) yes that sounds very mean but But you know what i'm talking about no i know exactly what you're talking about (laughs) like when you think like just ray william johnson if he wanted to come on the podcast i would have him on without a doubt oh yeah i would get ray william johnson in here in a heartbeat i I, me, me and my friend Christian used to legitimately just, like, hang out and watch Equals 3. I'd watch Equals 3. Like, back in, like, ninth grade, we'd just sit down and watch Equals 3, and, and we, you know, I would laugh so hard. And the problem he goes, and Google Plus! And Google Plus! And then he'd smack the Google Plus icon. <laughs> yep. Oh man. We gotta start <laughs> using the Equals 3 oh, transition in our videos. I'm remembering, like, all the people I used to watch, like, in that kind of era, and I'm... I, Kasim G was one of the big ones, like when he did like Going Deep in California on series. Oh, uh, where he would like ask Californians about stuff. Yeah, but it's like he's he's still entertaining. Like if I can go back and watch those videos and they're still funny, it's not like a Shane Dawson scenario where like I'll go back and watch the content and be like, oh, okay, I liked it because I was that age 
at that time. But Kasim G's, his stuff is still legitimately funny. What other content creators did you watch back then that you could still find enjoyable today at your current age and uh, personality? Julian Smith. Julian definitely. Smith, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, Rhett and Link. I was about to say, Rhett and Link, like, I actually have not watched anything that they've done in the last few years. I only watch their Good Mythical Morning stuff and, like, their short stuff. I, I don't watch it. Some of their music videos, I like, I'll watch whenever they come out because they're good at producing music videos oh my and like God. high quality content. Going going that. back, like I remember, I, I watched them a long time ago when they were doing the songs like Space Junk, <laughs> like uh, that one, and um, just a bunch of their early shit. I remember I, back when I was in, I, think I was in middle school when they were first starting, and I I, I got their uh, their songs on iTunes and I put them on my iPod, my my old iPod Nano that had like three songs on it and I'd listen to it on the school bus. I think the first video I saw of them was that uh, stop motion t-shirt one where they like printed out a shit ton of t-shirts. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The, like their t-shirts was like, I guess, just tell a story with the images that are on them and stuff. Yeah, that's cool. I, they they do put a lot of uh, thought and effort into the stuff they make. So I, I would love to, to meet them one day just because of like how much uh, I liked them when I was younger. Yeah. Well, I actually, I saw, I've probably told this before, I saw Link at Shake Shack once, but I, I did not talk to him because he was with his kids, and he also looked like he uh, wanted to jump off a building. <laughs> not because of his kids, he just had that look on his face at the at the time. So. I think he was just mad about something, maybe Shake Shack didn't make his burger right. Probably. Or I could have just been misreading his face completely. Maybe he just has that resting face that just seems uninterested, that apparently I have. Ron, you look really sad right now. <laughs> and then I saw him... Uh, Two or three more times that day, just walking around Glendale. Oh, really? Did he yeah. still look sad? Yeah. <laughs> he still looks pretty sad. <laughs> dun, 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 if I ever dun, meet him, I'll, I'm going to tell him that. I'm going to be like, hey, I saw you uh, in Glendale once, and you looked really sad all three times. Do you need to talk about anything? I saw him at the mall. I saw him uh, near the movie theater, and then I saw him at Shake Shack. On a plane, in a bus, in a plane. Like, in a, like you know, the first one was an aviation vehicle, then the second one was like an astral plane. Yeah. Just no, a, well, a void. Yeah, okay, sure. Just a big flat void. He was he was on he was on a massive plane. Yes. Like Squidward. <laughs> in that one episode of SpongeBob. You know which one I'm talking about. Oh fuck, dude, that one always freaked me out, but I love that. They don't do shit like that anymore. SpongeBob was always very avant-garde and very absurdist in its humor. Uh, I love that in early SpongeBob. Like when like the future one, that's the episode, yeah. right? No, 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 it's it's No, it's the, it is. It's where it's where Squidward like they're in the time machine, right? Yeah. And he goes too far or something. He breaks then, the handle. Yeah, and he's just in this white void. And the words alone, are popping up and shit. Alone, alone. Someone did an edit of that. Who was that? Was That's that Dolan? Dolan Dark? No, I, I can't remember where Planet I saw Dolan? it. Planet Dolan? Someone made like an edit of it, but it was like some other words, and it, it actually matched up pretty well. Mm. I was like, good job. You know who head. we still got to get on the podcast? A lot of people. We got to get Dolan Dark, because he said he said he, he would be on the podcast, and then just never never really set that up. So I know. A lot of people have said they'd be on our podcast, but we, we need to continue to have people. I'd love to have Frank back. I miss Frank. Yeah. You, you actually got to get sushi with him. Like, I got sushi with ago. him. I was violently ill that day, but I, I, I didn't want to cancel my plans, because I, I hadn't seen Frank in like six months, or like, it, I it had been a long over time. then, because, or, I don't know, it's just... Uh, I'm I'm horrible at um like when me and another person were like hey let's hang out next week then neither of us were like uh initiating follow up on yeah. that and then it's like oh okay and then nothing happens I kind of do the same I, thing I'm bad at initiating that second wave of okay let's hang out type yeah of thing. yeah yeah I'm always down like I'm like okay sure let's hang out next week and then I'll say nothing they'll say nothing it's gone with Frank it's like we hang out with him and we have a blast and we're like dude why don't we hang out more like let's hang out more and then we just don't <laughs> you know it's like I'll get we'll get lunch with him or he'll come over and like hang out with us and we'll just be like god dude love you Frank why don't we hang out more no let's hang out more like let's what are you doing next week it's like I don't know yet okay well let's get together and then just nothing ever happens yeah but I got I got sushi with him had a nice talk uh same old Frank you went to Kula went to Kula right little just, Tokyo Kula's always just absurdly busy like it to is. a point where it's like the sushi's not that good. It's the best sushi I've had in LA. Oh, I me. wouldn't go that far to say it's the best quality sushi out here. Oh, I, I think it is for sure, but that's oh. my opinion. So yeah, well, your opinion's wrong because mm. quality can be judged and measured. And nope. Yeah, Kula has I'm, very I'm, high I'm quality so, sushi. I'm sorry you feel that way, Matt. That's my opinion, Ryan. 
for, and for a right. guy for a guy who uh, went to Japan and had all sorts of fun little snickerdoodles. I'm surprised that Kula is the well. You have you also haven't gone to many places. I forget that you haven't gone to like that many sushi places in LA. Yeah, I haven't. I've been to like three or four, but out of the ones I've been to, I think Kula's the best in my opinion. Of just the quality of fish and everything like that. Yeah, just just oh. fish, rice, the way it tastes, I like it the best. Oh, and price, it's got good price. It's a good place. I wouldn't go as far to say it's like the best. It's definitely up there. Probably like top three for me of places that I would like to go, uh, if I have a craving for sushi like kula is that place where if i have a craving for sushi it'll like meet it it'll be like boom i okay cool is the first place in my head that i can go because the prices are good and the sushi the quality of the sushi i think is above the price type of thing yeah 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 so i had the best sushi of my life and i was in shibuya which is a, a, a real busy part of tokyo and i we went to this restaurant called uh i think it was uh, fuck, what was it? Way, Weibo or something? I don't remember what it was, but it was this rotating sushi bar, and every plate was like a little less than a dollar, I think. It was the fucking best sushi I have ever had. It was unbelievable how good it was, and they had so many different types of sushi you could get. I want to go for the ramen. I love ramen. Oh, I'm, I'm, I, I like ramen. I've never been like crazy about ramen. For some reason, I like, don't know. It's just a big bowl of soup, and I can put whatever I want in it. I, I did go Lovely. to I did go to a ramen place uh, that's like very famous and usually it has like a two hour wait and but me and Christian went at just the perfect time where there was no wait and not that many people there yeah where every person gets their own booth essentially Ooh. so it's like a bar with little like walls and you have a little window in front of you and they you know you you give them your ticket through that and then they bring it through the window and like put a little uh, curtain down mm-hmm. so. They know you're eating. They put the curtain down so you can't see them and they can't see you. Yeah. And you just sit there in your little booth and you eat this ramen. It's fucking incredible. And you buy it with a ticket before you go in. So you go to a machine, a little touch screen. You pick what you want. You put the coins in. gives you a ticket. And then you just hand it to the people through the window. And then they just bring it to you. That sounds fun and delicious. It was. But man, I love me some good sushi. I like sushi more than ramen. Yeah. Do you like ramen more than sushi? I, here's the... I think I like them equally. It's just, I guess, dependent on the mood I am. Because I love sushi and I love ramen. But there's those times where I just, like, hey, you want sushi? Uh, no, I really don't feel like sushi right now. Or, do you want ramen? No, I don't feel like ramen. Because, like, I don't feel like ramen, I can have sushi. If I don't feel like sushi, I can have ramen. Like, here's the thing about me. It's like me. a trade-off. I, just depending I, on my mood. I don't get it. I don't know why. I don't Doesn't get it. Doesn't even matter how hard you try. Keep that in mind. I designed this rhyme to... Okay. I don't even <laughs> understand why I'm not a huge fan of ramen because... I don't get why I wouldn't like it. It seems amazing. You know, it, it, it smells it amazing. amazing. It, it is amazing, but I just, I'm never in the mood for it, ever. Are you more a fan of, like, udon than? I like udon, but not even then. It's like, hmm. I have to be in the mood, and I'm not in the mood for it often, because, you know, like, a lot of our friends will be like, let's go out and get ramen, and I'm always just, like, neutral to it. I'm never, like, craving it. And I'm crave when I do crave it, I love it, but other than that, I, I, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of ramen. Maybe it's because it's like too much and I never finish it. So I'm yeah. always like intimidated by the ramen. I definitely crave sushi more often than I do ramen. Like I'll, I'll crave ramen like once a month. I'll crave sushi like once a week. Yeah, I crave sushi all the time. I could have sushi multiple times every week. Yeah. Um, but whenever we go with Ding Dong and Julian, God. they get sushi, but they also get like these uh, like dishes with like teriyaki chicken and stuff. I don't know how they shovel it down. I don't know. I was about to say, I've never seen two people eat as much sushi as, as those guys. They just, just put it away. I don't know where it goes. And, like, Ding Dong especially, like, when he when we go to Curry House and he just gets the hottest shit and he's like, can it possibly be hotter? And Everywhere like, we go, he gets he gets it as everything as spicy as he can get. <laughs> and, it, and, and he doesn't show a single, like, sign of, like, sweat or, like, a tear or anything. And want, he always says it's not hot enough. I want to peel back his skin to reveal a metallic undercover. <laughs> He's like a robot. <laughs> Some android created by Julian for Let's Plays for Chris. That's Ju- <laughs> Julian and Chris came together and created Ding Dong in, a, in like, a... They ordered a build-your-own-robot kit and created Ding Dong. That's, why he's, That's char- how he's so good at video games. That's why his character is like a little alien. Yes. Because he's not human. He's from another, he's from another realm. Is he going to listen to this and it's going to hurt his feelings? I mean, he's going to like be really awkward with us for a week and be like, Ding Dong, what's wrong? It's like, what you guys said on that podcast really hurt my feelings. And the way Matt was doing my voice just really... Was I don't sound like that. We're terrible at impersonating him. <laughs> I know. Chris can impersonate him pretty well. 
You should hear the awful shit he says about you, Ding Dong. <laughs> but Ding Dong and Julian, I love you boys. I, I really do. We need to hang out more. Uh, maybe maybe we can have a fucking VHS movie night yeah, or something like that. I'm down for that. So they have a shit ton of VHS. We always say we're going to have a movie night with them. Hey, Julian, because I'll forget, uh, text me to set up a movie night with all of us sometime because I I need to start getting out more. Getting out, working out, having fun. Passing out. There you go, baby. There you go. Let's all go over, watch movies, and let's drink grain alcohol. Hoo-hoo, hurrah, yay. Um, Why would anyone drink grain alcohol? Well, I get it, to get drunk, but it's like... <laughs> Grain alcohol, isn't that, that's pure alcohol, right? That's like 100% alcohol? I, I do not have the knowledge to answer that question. Okay, I think if I'm correct, grain alcohol is 100% alcohol. It's like pure alcohol, and, and people drink that. I, I'd feel like just one sip of that, you would be completely just like on your ass, vomiting all over yourself. Mm-mm. Not, we should do that. Fan. We should do a, a we gaming video. We vomit all over ourselves? Yes, where we vomit all over ourselves before we drink the alcohol. Okay. And then uh, we each drink a two liter of grain alcohol. Gee, we die. Yeah, you die. Your blood alcohol count would be like 8.0. <laughs> we bo- I, I've told that story of that time that I downed like half of, yep. like, like three-fourths of a bottle of Jack. That was a really disgusting story. It's, so if yeah. you guys want to, it's on an earlier podcast. So, go find uh, it or go something. Go find that one because that's a really gross story. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea which podcast that's in and now we have 49. So yeah. have fun with that. It was an earlier one. I think it was in the teens. Probably. Someone in the comment section will, will say it. This is the one where Ryan tells the disgusting throw up story. Yeah, so there you go. Or someone will post it in the Reddit one or some shit. Speaking of Reddit, I like it. Anyways. Um, it's a good website. Yeah, 100%. I'm still waiting on my computer. Oh, yeah, your so computer's bad. coming coming soon, isn't it? Yes, it should be here late next week, hopefully, if all goes according to plan. God, he was supposed to be here, like, this week already, I thought. Yeah, I was supposed to be here. They just keep delaying it? Yeah. Ugh, that's frustrating. I know, I know. But, just... I mean, as long as they're doing a good job of putting it together. That's the thing. Uh, I don't know if people are going to shit on me. I'm not building my own PC. I'm not getting someone to help me. <gasps> uh, I'm having it built for me. I'm not going to even say the company because then I know there's going to be a bunch of comments that are like, you went with them? He went on Dell.com and got, a, got his, own, his own rig. <laughs> my own special Dell. I, I, went, I, went on, I went on Googlechromebook.com and got mine custom made for gaming and streaming and editing extraordinaire. To all the people watching this on a Chromebook. <laughs> I used to have one. You had, how were they? How's the Chromebook? Give I, it an honest review. Uh, I returned it. You returned it? <laughs> yeah. So I guess that's not a good review. <laughs> no. Just because, like, I was in college, and I'm like, oh, I guess all I would need is to write documents and to go online. But then the simplicity is like, it's not, the simplicity isn't worth the money. You want you want a computer, you want to be able to do a bunch of other stuff on it. Yeah, because even if you get a laptop and you tell yourself, oh, I'm only going to use it for taking notes or this or that, when you have it open, you just, you want to do other things. You yeah. want to get at least, like, some other stuff. And then, you, and then you get to the thought process of, like, well... Why don't I just have a good laptop that I can take notes on and also yeah. have this other stuff? So I ended up going back to a MacBook, which I still have. But the computer that I'm getting is definitely going to be Windows because no one – is Mac even good for gaming? No. Like I know – I'm sure there's I, someone that could argue with you about it, but I, I think that uh, Windows is always going to be superior for gaming. Yeah. In every aspect, I think. Like, I think at my dad's house we have Linux or something Oh, really? Like that. Yeah. Linux is good for uh for programming. My programming friends have told me. I have no idea why we have Linux. We should just have Windows. It's easier. No, there's there's re- there's reasons for Linux. For but for like a a, a mom and pop. Oh yeah, for, for like your parents having Linux makes absolutely no sense unless yeah. they needed it for work or something. Otherwise, that's just why. Yeah, why would you? My dad needs to watch more monkey videos. <laughs> that's what Linux is great for. That. Me and my dad, have, we love watching monkey movies. It's like we, monkey movies. Yeah, like King Kong. Dustin Clay, checks in. Yeah. Do you remember that? No. Dustin checks in. I never. No. I. I know. I know what you're talking about. We never saw that. But what we saw, we, we love. Uh, Mighty Joe Young, Tarzan, <laughs> King Kong, like all the King Kongs, uh, the, <gasps> the Planet of the Apes movies. I know there's something about monkeys that are really cool. I forgot about Mighty Joe Young. You did? Yes, I just read with with Charlize Theron. That is the first time I have thought about Mighty Joe Young in a decade. <laughs> really? Yes. Mighty Joe Young is is I haven't seen it in a long time, oh but my I just remember. God. Isn't the finale? He has to like climb a Ferris wheel and I save someone or some shit. I don't remember anything <laughs> about that. That wait, that's that's the talking. 
orangutan, right? No. Wait, wait, wait. No, that's Mighty Joe Young is this big fucking gorilla. It's like an oversized gorilla, but not to the point of being a King Kong size. Mighty... Wait a second. No, I have seen Mighty Joe Young. What am I thinking of? It's like a, it's like Ow, a chimp. Fuck me. What happened? A feather poked me. <laughs> no. Think, think about what you feel, just said. Well, feel the end of this. Oh fuck, that's sharp. Yeah. That's like a needle feather. It hurt. Anyways. That sentence is funny though. A feather poked me! <laughs> Ow! Fuck! No, well, there was a movie where it was like a chimp and he was like a like an action spy or something. What the fuck? I my friend and I, my dad <laughs> took us to Blockbuster when what? we were young. And my friend I didn't want to get it, but my friend really wanted to get it. Was it skateboarding? It was like skateboarding chimp. He skateboarded. Is that is he that the one with the, with we're on the cover like he's like wearing a sideways hat? Yes, he wears like a hat. Hold on. Or some shit. Let me fucking let me look this up real quick. Skateboarding chimp movie. I wrote okay. skateboarding chump movie. <laughs> I'm sure it'll Oh yes. It. What is it called? MVP most vertical primate. Can I see the... this? That's exactly what I was thinking. Those were, those, were, those were like the air bud of monkey movies. <laughs> that was a 3.5 out of 10 on IMDb. God. But look at Mighty Joe Young. Are you sure uh, we're talking about the same thing when uh, Mighty Joe Young? Mighty Joe Young with Charlize Theron and Big Gorilla. Mighty Joe Young. I have not seen Mighty Joe Young. Never mind. Tisk tisk. I'm so- oh, no, no, no. The remake. Yes, I have seen the remake. Okay. Oh, wait. What? Yeah, no. There's an old one. Yeah, there's an older one. I have like, seen the remake, but I don't remember anything about it. All I remember is that there's, I think there's a Ferris wheel that he climbs at the end. I think. He, and he rips, he rips his, the girl out of it and throws her to the ground. And that's Some, how it ends. Something like that. She like breaks her neck. Did you see The Amazing Spider-Man 2? No, I did not. I saw Good. The Amazing Spider-Man. Good. Okay. Good. I'm sorry that you also had to see the first one. No, no Spider-Man movie will top Spider-Man 2. I'm three. sorry. I, oh, I'll mention that. Three. Oh, I forgot about three. What a classic. But legitimately, Spider-Man 2 is, uh, it's going to be hard to beat. I don't. You haven't seen Again, Spider-Man that's another two? one of those movies that I, I saw it when it came out. Spider-Man I, 2? Yeah, and I don't remember. With Doc Ock? No, I watched it at my cousin's house now. I remember it now. And like it had that very morbid scene where the claws were flinging around a bunch of surgeons and killing them. Yes. It was like very disturbing. Dr. Octagonopus. Blah. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! That's funny stuff, Remember man. when that popular thing that everybody knew about existed? God, man. Most vertical primate. Who came up with that name? MVP. <laughs> it's like they a wanted genius. to call genius. <laughs> you know they came up with like MVP. They saw that and like, how can we make this... Okay, monkey, no, no, most uh, vertical primate. Why didn't they, they could have called it VIP and called it vertically inclined primate. They could have called it FBI freaking big Indians. Yeah, freaking big Indians, bro. It's just, it's like 20 foot Indians that ride skateboards. (laughs) I see it. And they got a race, uh, Mighty Joe Young. Did you say 20 foot Indians? Yeah, like 20-foot Indians. <laughs> like they have 20 feet? <laughs> yeah, it's, one, it's like each Indian has 20 feet on them. <laughs> have you seen, we saw it, right? Remember that, that clip from that Indian movie? I think, I don't remember if Chris showed us. It, it, it was like that guy, and there's like 20 of him, and he can rearrange all of his bodies to create like a massive ball that rolls around, and then he makes like a big gun out of himself. And, I don't like, think I've seen that. It's the fucking most I, insane scene of any movie I've ever seen. He makes a gun out of himself. It's some foreign movie from India or the Middle East, and imagine like 100 men in like black tuxedos that are all just arranging themselves to be huge like formations. Like I think they make themselves into a huge hand, and then they they're grabbing shit and like they master like a ball. Hand? Yeah, dude, it's crazy. I, I'm sure someone in the comments listening knows exactly what I'm talking about, and if you do. Uh, maybe link it in the comments. Let everyone else see it. Maybe we'll. They pin can't that put comment. links in the comments. They can fucking try, <laughs> or just say what what. Tell what people need to look up. Just look up Indian man. Many of them fighting big. <laughs> Indian uh, man. Of many them. of them fighting lots of them. I'm gonna search that right now and see if that comes up. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Indian man fighting many of them. Then what was the last no, part? Was, I think it was many Indian man fighting lots of them. Was that it? No, it was Indian man many. Many of them fighting lots of them. Well, I searched it, and uh, here we go. Indian common man uh, beats Indian police. Epic fight scene on streets. Gone wrong? It's just, it's, just a, it's just a dude beating the shit out of an Indian police officer. 
Man, that's that's good. I'm going to subscribe to this channel right now. Indian man beats up police officer at 3 a.m. Never beat up an Indian police officer Gone at 3 a.m. What the fuck is with that new video trend of like? I, I looked it up in trending. There's like at least there's like there's a good bit of videos, and there's this channel that does it a lot. Are where it's like stupid. Something at 3 a.m. It's, it's the same shit as like, I called the boss, baby. I called Donald Trump, and he answered the phone. Stop. No, you Stop. didn't. It's clickbait. They it's took not down even... Durv for that. Durv, the little kid, he got his channel terminated <coughs> for that. <coughs> Wait, really? Yeah. Why? Because it's clickbait. Really? Yes. They took down his channel for that. Uh, and the uh, the reward giveaway. Because remember he was doing the gift card shit? Oh, Apparently yeah. he you never fulfilled that. that. He never did it. Jesus Christ. He was just baiting people, so they took his channel down. Good. Okay, that's clickbait. Fine. And yeah. that's, that's cheating the YouTube algorithm system to promote yourself without having anything to show for it. They're just saying like, that's taking advantage of people being like, hey, like my video, subscribe and comment for a chance to enter my gift card giveaway. It's like, that's bullshit. There's good clickbait and there's bad clickbait. Good clickbait works like a headline, you know? And then it still like delivers. It, it intrigues you and then delivers on that. Kind of like, I think uh, some of the best examples of that would be uh, Coyote Peterson's videos. Yeah, because he still fucking gets bit by all this shit. It's yeah. not like he just talks about it and then doesn't actually, or it's some like, almost that. Or like, uh, the guy, like, bad clickbait, for instance, the guy that did the Pokemon Go to Area 51 video and put Mewtwo in the thumbnail. Well, he got more views than us. He got way more views than us. So uh, We should have put Mewtwo in the thumbnail. We should have done stupid clickbait. Yeah. But, like, all those videos, it's like, it's like, do not call this number at 3 a.m. Or, like, uh, you know, like, a scary spinning doll challenge at 3 a.m. gone wrong. I called Mr. Mosby at 3 a.m. gone wrong. Do not call Mr. Mr. Mosby at 3 a.m. He'll come to your house and... <laughs> Fucking you. That's what Mr. Mosby does, dude. He did that in Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Yeah. And just like that, our sponsors are gone. <laughs> Whoa, did you hear that, Matt? What? It's the sound of change. No, that's the sound of a segue. Get on this segue with me, Ryan. Let's go to a new topic. Here we go. <laughs> Slow down, <laughs> mister. I got like a jacked up segue with monster truck wheels. <laughs> Why do they do a monster truck rally, but instead of monster trucks, it's guys on segways with big monster truck wheels, and they're doing jumps and shit. Because then it would just be that scene in uh, in Spy Kids 3. That's essentially, remember they're standing on the top of those robots? Imagine that, but with segways. <laughs> that's that's essentially what it is. Oh, yeah, I loved that scene where they were like, Wait fighting. a second. What? Pacific Rim stole that idea. Whoa, Pacific Rim did rip off Spike Kids 3. I'm serious. What the fuck? Wait, Power Rangers? <gasps> Power Zoids? <gasps> They're all just a part of big controlling Big Macs. It's, it's whatever. Pacific Rim 2, I hope, is fun and entertaining. Pacific Rim 2. Pacific Rim 2. Which one? That specific one. <laughs> I, I, hope, I hope Pacific Rim 2 is good. I, I enjoyed Pacific Rim 1. It was fun. I'm not saying that like the story and shit was all that great. No, no, no. It was campy, and if you just take it like with that and like you you go in accepting the campiness and shit it's a fun movie it's just good loud noises yeah don't expect it to good be like loud noises <laughs> it's, it's roger ebert's review of, of pacific room good loud noises <laughs> it's not it's not like a good story but it's a fun movie so i also I didn't like it. the acting in it the acting yeah. was pretty bad yeah. unless we're talking about is it idris or idris idris, idris elba i don't know you know what i'm talking about black man yes he does the whole, like, uh, Independence Day speech type of thing. Where he's like, this is the day we cancel the apocalypse. Was that in Pacific Rim? Yeah. That's not, is that not from Independence Day? No, Independence Day is like, today is the day where we stand up and fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the most famous movie quotes of all time. And then they go and charge the alien army and pull them out of their planes and hold them down and have sex with them. Whoa, dude. Careful there, man. That's that's they were they were blowing up the White House. Ah, that's true. That's true. If I could do it now. I wouldn't mind. <laughs> I want the president of the United States to be blown up in his motorcade. <laughs> Stop. This episode is sponsored by me. <laughs> um, Pacific. But uh, I like the actress in Pacific Rim. Um, forgot she her name. was Asian. That's not why. Are you sure? It's because she she was in uh. Pachinko the Treasure Hunter. What was her name? Pachinko <laughs> the Treasure... Is it... Kamiko. Is it really Kamiko? Yeah, it's Kamiko. I thought so. I was about to say... No, it's not. It's not Kamiko. Kamiko's the game we played. It's not Kamiko. Kimi... Is it just... Oh. Fuck, why am I forgetting it? It's a good movie. There's a good... There's a movie coming out that I'm very interested in. It's called... Uh, Okja? 
or something like that. And it has uh Kumiko. has Paul has Paul Dano. Ooh. Has a uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Looks like a really fun movie. I like movie. both those men. What what's it about? Um it's like this hippopotamus looking animal and this young girl and they're like friends and then it's it's about like uh people who want to use the animal for like products and stuff and then there's other people who want to like save the animal but i feel like it's this kind of like gray area of morality with all the different groups that want to use the animal for their specific purposes and it's this you should look up the trailer actually let's get his live reaction to the oak jaw trailer we'll be right back he's gonna watch it right now man that was really good no you didn't watch it you're gonna watch it fuck you i'm actually okay is it paul dano or dano Dano. okay i love paul dano I want to see him in more shit. Oh, Paul Dano's great. I loved, the, I loved him in Swiss Army Man. I loved him in There Will Be Blood. He's a good actor. Did you see Little Miss Sunshine? I did. He was great in Little Miss Sunshine. Ah! That's, funny. That's when he can't be a pilot. He's a stupid, stupid colorblind idiot. Oh, shouldn't have, he shouldn't have been born colorblind. Oh, All right, let me watch this. That looks awesome. Yeah, I, I'm super excited for it. Okay. Netflix puts out some good shit because yeah, they like is doing good because they can take risks, unlike studios. Because you know, their movie it's not like oh their movie didn't do well. It can only I guess be rated poorly. Yeah, but they're already getting money. Their money solely comes from the viewer base and like advertisers, I guess, and stuff like that. So they already have the money there. It's not like oh we can't do this anymore because the funding for this show is bad. Blah blah blah. The ratings that no, type of thing. Netflix's original stuff is. Fantastic! I remember some of it is utter shit. Though. Yeah, no, they have they have some bad stuff. But I remember when they first announced they were gonna make an original series, I was just very like, eh. I mean, they're not, it's never gonna be as good as like a real movie. Or yeah, stuff like that. and they completely, and a lot of occasions, you know, proven that wrong. With you know, I like Narcos. Narcos is incredible. That's I a love wonderful Narcos. show. That was a fun show. If you like Breaking Bad, you should go watch Narcos. It's about Pablo Escobar, the uh, the drug lord from Colombia. The protagonist. Um in that show is actually one of the antagonists in Logan. Really? Yeah. Which is a more, it's a, it's, I, I really still feel like you should give Logan a shot. It doesn't feel like a superhero, big bombastic movie. It's like a, it's, it's, it's its own, it's not like its own thing, but the genre is more like a Western. It's more gritty, I guess. It's, it feels like an actual story and it feels like a legitimate movie than big fun action pack. Cause it's act, it's, it cares about the characters and it cares about uh, what's going on. So I haven't seen Wolverine. <clears throat> Do I need to see any of the Wolverine movies first? I say no. You can go into it blind. Because that's what stops me with that sort of thing. Is like I don't care about Wolverine. I don't really give a shit. So I don't want to have to watch Wolverine movies just to see this one movie that uh, I wasn't even super into in the first place. I feel like it can. I feel like Logan definitely can stand on its own. You just, I guess, need to know. You know the basics about Wolverine that. He's pretty much invulnerable because, like, of this stuff. He's made out of anti. Uh, for what's the name? Antihistamines. Antimantium? I, 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 I don't. I fuck Adam, it. Adamant- Adamantium, yeah. And so that's his bones are replaced with that, and he has, you know, those claws. That's pretty much it. This is like. This is like one of those movies. The best way I could describe it is imagine a movie where a, a superhero is past his heyday. And now it's just kind of like a more bleak kind of look and that type of thing. Did well, everyone just... I know that's seen it says it's wonderful, so yeah. I, should, I should give it a try. I recommend it. Did you see Watchmen? I did not see Watchmen. Ah, oh, dude, big, big blue dick. I told you what I got to do is I just have to make a huge list of all these great movies I haven't seen and just take like a month and just watch them all. So then finally, all these movies I've missed out on that everyone else has seen, I can, I, I've, I've seen them, I know about them. I'll get the references when people make jokes. I still haven't seen Pulp Fiction. You fucking guy. Or Reservoir Dog. Oh, what? Ryan. Oh, no. But I've seen, you would love those movies. But I've seen both the Kill Bills, so that's cool. Okay, so you've seen... You've seen Glorious Bastards. That was the first Quentin Tarantino... Uh, sorry, that was the first Quentin Tarantino movie I saw. So... And it's. Seen... I think it's my favorite. Oh, you... I, I would not say... So far, it is my favorite. Yeah. Wait until you see Pulp Fiction and Reservoir Dogs, because those are both fantastic okay. But you movies. haven't seen Inglorious Bastards. I have seen Inglorious Bastards. Oh, have you? Just not all the way through. I, oh, yeah. I think I saw uh, two-thirds of it, and then at the time when I was seeing it, I had to take a very important phone call, and I oh. uh, my, my friends kept watching it, because yeah. I wasn't going to make everyone stop watching the movie, because I had to take a 
phone call of pressing matters. So I just went outside and took the phone call for like an hour and missed the whole end of the movie. Yeah. So, but but you definitely we need to watch Pulp Fiction. I've seen it like. That was one of those movies where my parents were out of town back when I was in high school, and I watched it for the first time just because like, I was I was bored, and I was like, I'll just watch Pulp Fiction because uh, it's classic. I've never seen it. I watched it, and I just remember by the end of it, I was like, oh, my God, that was an incredible movie. Yeah. And I well, remember like I called my dad the next day and talked about it with him. He's a great director. so He is. I love Tarantino. I just I, I feel bad that I haven't seen the stuff that he's, you know, I don't know. I, Pulp Fiction's his biggest. It's like thing, if you if you talk to me and I and I say that I like movies and I like Quentin Tarantino as a director, but I haven't seen Pulp Fiction. I know a lot of people are just rolling their eyes and then just gonna kind of. There's <sighs> the yeah, you know those types. You don't have to see every major like big famous movie to feel like it helps, talk though. about movies. Or, yeah, yeah, I, I, it definitely helps. But I mean, like you know, you're still young. Yeah, I'm gonna go see Baby Driver tonight. I'm so fucking excited. Oh yeah, for that. I want to see that really bad. I'm gonna go see. If you go see it again, I'll see it with you. I I'm, can't tonight, but I'm probably 100 percent going to see it again because it's Edgar Wright, and as long as it's entertaining, I'll go see it again. Uh, I've been a fan of all of Edgar Wright's uh, films. Uh, you know, from Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, Scott Pilgrim, The World's End, Scott Pilgrim. Man, um, dude, it's it's almost like we should do a movie review series. I know, <laughs> isn't that crazy? I have mentioned that I'm going to do, like, movie discussion streams, so it's like, I, I'm i definitely getting more into that mindset of I want to do something in, in terms of discussion with movies, and I really want to do a show on Super Mega, but as I said, it's just this, it's this thing where I'm, I'm, I'm so lost in the, uh, the setup for what I want the, sh- for, I guess, what I want the show to be, and just, uh. I know I don't want it to be, you know, too much like other shows. I want it to have its own vibe. But I feel like that's more in the personalities. Yeah, 100%. It's just one of those things, too, where it's like the moment I start talking about movies, I'm just all of a sudden, I'm afraid that, you know, it. I know it won't do this, but it's still a fear that it'll take some of the enjoyment out of it because then I feel like my views are going to be looked under a microscope type of thing. Well, you don't even, I mean, at the end of the day, they're just your opinions on a movie. Yeah. It's just so it's those. Like, those if someone are... else doesn't like them. Obviously, people are going to disagree with some of your movie opinions. Yeah, because they're your opinions, and that's what opinions are. And people have different opinions. So I'm just more a fan of discussion rather than how could you think that movie was bad or good. I you mean, know, that's, that's I, I've I... done that before, but that's with like stuff where the movie is obviously like horrible. And yeah, people are like, "What?" It was like, um, my mom does this. She she went to go. Oh, there's some movies that she sees. And I'm just like, what? She's like, it look. Oh, what was it? She was like, you want to go see Boss Baby? I'm like, what? She goes, it looks funny. And regardless of your opinion of Boss Baby, you know, I saw it. I mean, it was all, it was all right. It was what it was. But um, if if you if you look like at a trailer to that stuff, and you're like, that looks fun. I'm like, what? Does it? I I just I guess the marketing is not, you know. Definitely direct, not Geared directed. towards a 23-year-old yeah. man. <laughs> so obviously I'm not going to like it. But as uh, as we've mentioned a ton of, you know, a ton of times before, you know, being a kid's movie is no excuse for a movie to be lazy or pandering in that sense because there are tons of kid kids' movies out there, even back with Disney and stuff like that, like classics, that had a more kind of adult storyline, even though it. I guess the only thing that made them feel like kids' movies is they didn't curse and they had songs in them, but the songs still... I don't know. There's that difference. You know when you go see a kid's movie and at this age and you're like, ah, this feels weird seeing it. I feel like I wouldn't feel that way if I went to go see The Lion King or something like that. Or like the Rugrats movie? Yeah. Yeah. Or just like those types of films. But like today when I go see a kid's movie, I definitely feel like there's this big disconnect between my age and Yeah, because they're more marketed towards actual children now, I feel like. I mean, maybe they were and we just grew up with them so it doesn't feel that way. But I, I just feel like a lot of movies are more marketed directly towards young kids, like dumb, like oh, dumb young kids. Yeah, don't eat it up. Instead of like, let's make a movie that kids can enjoy and also their parents going to see it with them will enjoy type of deal. Like a like a family movie. Yeah, a family movie, not a kids movie. A family movie. That's yeah. a good. That's a good. Separation. And I feel like more of them are switching over to the kids side of the spectrum than just kind of keeping it, you know, family film. Yeah. So, you know. We're we're both wanting to do this movie review series. I know it's like you guys have been saying you're going to do this for a while. Eventually, 
it's gonna drop on the channel and you guys will be like, oh my god, it's finally here. Get three views. Yeah, and so, I mean, it's eventually gonna drop in terms of when, hopefully soon. We're still wanting to do it, just know that. But, uh, yeah, so, we yeah. haven't forgotten about that. Um, but yeah, you know, guys, it's been a fun, it's been a fun episode. Just talking about movies and all sorts of fun stuff. A lot well, of movie I, talking this I one. do like fun stuff. I like fun stuff, and I, I like soft underwear, Ryan. Yep. So go, if you guys, if you guys want some soft underwear, links in the description. Just go check it just, out. Just go click that little Slash thing. Slash super mega. Also, guys, um, keep on the lookout for a new video coming soon with me and Ryan and Christopher O'Neill. Hopefully it'll be out within the next two weeks. And it's not it's not like one of those vlog videos. This is actually uh, As we said, a little return to sketch comedy. Yeah, something we haven't done. It's it's a style of uh, video that we haven't done in two years. And I, I'm confident that people will like it. Yeah. I, I'm happy with I, it. I'm, I'm definitely happy with it. This is... Uh, we're coming back with something. That's all I'm saying. It's, 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 it's not like we're dipping our toes in the water. It's you know it's we it's not like we've been gone for a while. Let's just test out what we're doing. We we we're going all out. Just with throwing this. the door right back open. So I, keep on the lookout for that. Um, that's gonna be dropping soon. Um, we still have a little bit more to shoot. It's not fully done. We got to finish some other aspects of it. But uh, we've already been messing around with the footage and everything, and uh, I'm very excited for it. So you should also be excited if you want, or if you don't want to be excited, go ahead and just crush my dreams. That's fine. But, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, as always, um, if you haven't, go ahead and subscribe on that subscribe button. If you want to subscribe, that would really be cool. And, uh, you know, we got total now. We got episodes of this podcast. Yeah. So uh, if we didn't, if, if this one seemed boring to you or you want to hear more topics, we have a million other things. We've talked about everything on this podcast, it seems. Yeah. Uh, from this to that, everything under the sun. So just you know, just go do just go dig through them. Find something you like. I'm sure you'll find uh, maybe something that'll make you crack a grin. Julian, as always, we love you. Thank you for listening. Um, you're 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 a sweet boy. And I love your faces. And we will see you tomorrow, but not but next week. I was just that was Philip DeFranco. Oh, that was, that give, was. give me an applause. Send us out. Bye bye. Bye. Uh, bye.